Hi, welcome to another episode of the Well.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington, and today I'm sitting down with Dustin Apple, aka White River Rainbow. We chat about his company as well as how he got into welding and also a little bit about what he's going to be doing with Well.com. So enjoy. So Dustin, introduce yourself to the audience if they don't know about you so far. Tell them where they can find all your stuff. My name is Dustin Apple, and I run a small fabrication shop called White River Rambo Customs in Salem, Indiana. I've been widely known in the bow fishing world as White River Rambo. That's how that all got started. I learned how to weld because I love to chase critters. And I quickly found out that if I want to be good at chasing critters, <laughs> I better learn how to modify and build stuff like duck hunters, vortex machines, decoy motion things and stuff like that, as well as building boats and working on decks for bow fishing. And it all just kind of came full circle. And I quit working for other people. And I told my wife that I'm just going to start working at home. And I have enough reach and enough people follow me that, you know, knew that I had been kind of learning welding and learning fabrication on my own for such a long time that anytime they needed something, they just started calling me, started showing up. So I was very fortunate uh, as far as that goes to get that support from the people that I've been friends with online for a long time. And man, I love building stuff with my hands and I love boating. So I started building a few boats on the side as well. That's one of my biggest dreams is building boats. You said you started teaching yourself through the help of some weld.com videos. How is the learning process of teaching yourself how to weld? Somebody needs to say this. As a man, it is super hard to ask people, how do you do that? And then if you do do that, you step up online, you're like, how do you do that? Somebody laughs at you or somebody, you know, will put my time in, son, you know. No, man, like, I want to know, how did you start? How? What is the process? Why can't I figure this out? And if you don't have a mentor standing over your shoulder and showing you exactly what's wrong, man, it's hard. It is so hard. How long was it until you felt proficient in what you were doing? I am my own worst critic, so I still don't feel proficient at it. But I, I try to learn from my mistakes every single day. Um, I've been welding on my own for about 10 years now. Um, I felt like I was decent at uh, aluminum MIG in the first six months. But honestly, man, I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I mean, going straight into aluminum, that's not usually the track that people go. So kudos to you for jumping into aluminum right off the bat. I wanted a bigger boat. And I honestly come home one day, I bought, I went and bought a welder and I come home and with a skill saw, cut my boat into five pieces and bought a bigger sheet of aluminum to make it bigger. And I'm like, this is it. I'm going to learn how to weld. And that's, that's pretty much what happened. So when you're building boats, like, have you just built boats for yourself or have you been building boats for other people as well? I've built some for other people. I, I haven't really taken custom orders. I, I kind of like to build boats for bow fishing specifically. So I'll build a boat um, and then whenever it's done, it's for sale. But I'm um, currently working on a boat for the shop that I'll, that I'll put my logo on and things of that nature. And it's probably the most over-the-top build that I've done so far. It's a 17-foot, 72-inch wide, 200-horse outboard on it, but it also has a 43-horsepower pusher fan, which kind of airboat style, but 
there's a difference between a pusher fan and an airboat. And for those who don't know, just for bow fishing, like specifically for bow fishing, I'm in the rigging phase. So I've built a custom trailer for it, underglow lights all, all over the place. And I'll be excited to, to get that out there here within the next 30 days. I love seeing when people can merge passions in life. And the fact that you picked up a skill in welding to supplement your passions in life is really cool. And also to be able to kind of turn it into a business as well. That's that's huge. Not everybody could do that. When you first started out, you said you were working on stuff to help you bow fish. Like how long have you been bow fishing for? Ooh, let's see. Since about 1992. And honestly, we thought we invented it. <laughs> uh, with, with a buddy, we were teaching each other how to shoot a bow and, and we were teaching each other that. And, and he come up with this fiberglass arrow one day and he's like, yeah, we shoot fish with it. I'm like, well, we're going to do what? <laughs> and so we started walking the banks and I think we were freshmen in high school when we started doing that. And uh, man, I, I was hooked. By the time I got old enough to drive and, and get my first job, I bought a John boat and it we had that in the back of my little Ranger pickup truck everywhere we went. And we were we were trying to shoot fish and, and uh, just have a good time. Little did I know it would turn into this, but man, it's it's been awesome. Well, and looking through your Instagram alone, uh, there's a lot of fish on there. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, yeah. <laughs> well, do you just do um, just hunt fish? I saw some like turkey and other things like that on there. Throughout my life, I've been a, a broad spectrum sportsman, to put it that way. Um, I primarily focus on bow fishing and deer hunting and turkey hunting. My wife, she's been bow hunting for 20 years as well, and she's my co-captain. So everywhere I go, she goes, and we chase critters together. That's something that you don't find with everybody. Me and my wife, we share a lot of passions in life, but we do not share like music. She has started coming around too, but you know, it's hard to find somebody that shares that passion that you are the most passionate about and you can go out there and do it all the time. That's, that's wonderful. As far as how you got connected with well.com, you told me a little bit about it, but do you want to share with the listeners how you got connected with us? I try to help people as much as I can. I was just watching some TikTok. Like I, I've been on TikTok for about a year now at White River Rambo for anybody who's, who's interested, but I do some instructional stuff on there as well. And I just happened to be on uh, one of my followers who I follow as well. And he was doing a live and I was on his live and he, he's like, somebody asked questions, you know, there's nobody on there asking. So I started asking aluminum questions. <laughs> Well, he turns around and starts, he goes, no, 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 no. He's like, I don't know aluminum. You know aluminum because he followed me. Well, little did I know he was part of weld.com. <laughs> After that conversation, um, he invited me to join the team. And I was absolutely floored because I learned how to weld from watching weld.com's YouTube channel like nearly a decade ago. And to come full circle and be able to be a part of this team means so much to me. And I just hope I'm able to teach some of the people out there who are trying to do the same things that I tried to do on my own and had nobody to turn to. 
Well, that's awesome. I mean, having a mentor, like a lot of people will go to school for welding, but having someone like you as a mentor, you know, it's like if someone doesn't want to go the school route, like you're a very good person to look up to because you did not do the school route and you've become a very accomplished welder through it. So that's that's awesome. Are you going to be doing mainly like aluminum type videos for weld.com or? A lot of aluminum stuff. That's kind of my forte. And for those who go to school, that's great. You're going to learn way more stuff than I do. But some of the content that I'm going to bring is probably going to be have a, a lot different twist than what people who have a welding education have been familiar with because I've taught myself stuff. So I'm definitely going to be doing things differently than everybody else. And that's good and bad. I'm sure I'll I'll probably catch some slack for it. But um, hey, that's okay. At the end of the day, all my beads still float and, uh, you know, we kill a lot of fish with them. So um, it's all about helping the next guy. One, aluminum is kind of an elusive process that people are really drawn to stainless steel. You know, one of the most common one in construction is going to be just carbon steel. But aluminum, you know, there's there's a lot of stuff you can do with it. And as you know, it's safe for being in the water. You know, it's not every metal you have is going to be like, yeah, no, it's light and it can hold up to like the elements you get it in. So, and it's like anything else. There is a handful of things that you need to watch. And if you keep an eye on those things, you can weld it. It has manners. It's not pure witchcraft. <laughs> you know, back in the day, um, transformer welders, I mean, when you only had 60 hertz on your TIG and things of that nature, it was a little more difficult to weld. But with today's inverter machines and all the parameters that you're able to, to go through to be able to set up for a specific type of weld it makes things so much easier. That's been a really big thing that a lot of people have talked about is just the innovation in welders throughout the years. What kind of setup are you working with these days? I still have a Millermatic 212 spool gun. And the reason I run that is because it's dual MIG. I have carbon steel MIG on one side, but I can also run a spool gun. I have a tiny, tiny shop. And while I actually bought a push-pull gun, I was waiting to buy the machine to figure out which one I wanted to buy. And well, <laughs> I decided not to. I, uh, I actually have a Everlast 255 EXT and I've been running that for about a year now or so. And that thing has been amazing. I do have an HTP as well that runs Pulse. I, I don't get that out often because it has such a short lead. Working with boats, I tend to have my machines in the corner and then my, my leads need to be able to go around boats, you know, and kind of stretch over my shop. So with the 212 and the Everlast, both of them have 25 foot leads and I'm able to reach around. So I kind of primarily stick with that. And I'm sure that will be beneficial to a lot of people just getting into aluminum welding. You're going to start with that spool gun anyway. Spool gun is a lot more beginner friendly than the TIG option. TIG aluminum is, is fun, but it is a very steep learning curve, in my opinion. <laughs> very steep learning curve. And, and let's be honest, MIG spool gun is probably one of the lowest investment levels to get into starting to weld aluminum. So that's where everybody needs to start anyway. You have some long string of welds on some of these uh, pictures on your Instagram. And it's trying to take that out. That's going to take you a lifetime. So that spool gun, it definitely makes, if you're doing a lot of fabrication like you're doing, makes it a lot faster than just taking it out. 
let's be honest. So on on those pictures, like you're talking about, that's on that new boat that I'm talking, and I'm putting my logo on that, and it's you know that's a reflection of me. So I actually had to TIG most of those. That 17 feet all the way around, um, everything above the waterline got TIGged. Has to be a reflection of me. So one of my mottos is show pride in your work, show your work, and you'll get more work. There you go. What else do you need? So you work, I mean, do good work, and then go do more good work, you know? Yeah. As somebody that has taught themselves, built your own kind of business around it, what would you say to somebody, they have a passion for welding, they don't really know where to start, what What would you say to them to give them some inspiration to just go and do it? Just go. <laughs> just do it. Like, seriously, it is only metal. And like I started saying that a long time, people were laughing at me, but you know what? It is. It's only metal. I have never messed up something bad enough where I couldn't fix it or redo it or cut out that piece that I wasn't proud of and, you know, and repair it to where it's better, to where I'm proud of it, to where it's stronger, something of the, of the sort. So you're going to fail. And the sooner you get all those failures out of the way, the sooner you'll be successful. Now, there's multiple ways to do it, right? You can go to school, you can read books, you can pick up all these social media people and follow them. I suggest that you do it all, all the time and never stop. The more perspectives you have, the easier it's going to be for you to understand what you're trying to do. Yep. That's one thing about school that I, I dug was that I had probably like six or seven different teachers throughout my time there. So I got multiple perspectives and then I started working in a shop. Got a whole nother perspective. More ways you can hear, like whenever you're having a problem, the more times you can have it said to you in a different way, it's a lot easier to kind of figure out for yourself the right answer. Don't be one-sided either. You want to be like me. You want to you want to work on boats. You want to weld aluminum. You want to be the next Jesse McCollum, okay? You want to be that guy. Well, you better learn how to weld stainless. You better learn how to weld steel. You better learn all of it because... They all kind of work hand in hand when it comes down to it. The better you are at all of them, the better understanding you'll have of the whole process, honestly. It's like meeting a bunch of different friends, you know, that you're going to hang out with the rest of your life. But all of them act a little bit different when you get them too hot, you know. That's the way <laughs> I like to look at it. Do you have any videos set up with Weld.com that you're going to be making in the near future? Or are you still kind of in the planning phase? My first video is going to be how to repair uh, an aluminum boat actually have a stress crack in my own personal boat that I'd been working on. And man, we gouged it out, made a big old hole in it, and then we welded it up just to show that there's no reason to be scared about it because like I made a big hole, like I'm talking half inch wide, but uh, we went ahead and ticked it right up and uh, got it all on video. And hopefully people will be inspired to go ahead and try to fix their own stress cracks or pretty common. and. Uh, I get a lot of them coming to shop like that. So we work on that stuff all the time. Well, that's awesome. So you do a lot of like repairs out of your shop too for other people? Yeah, I do a lot of repairs. Um, I build float pods, bow fishing decks, storage, live wells, consoles, things of that nature. I do some bow hunting stuff as well. Um, local archery shops, um, bow holders and, and things of that nature. I've got proprietary trolley motor mount that I make for Minkota. 
I've got some anchor mounts. I, I'm trying to, every time something pops into my head, create a product for it. That way, when the wintertime rolls around and I don't want to work on boats, I can make all these little things and sell them online and, uh, yeah, still keep bringing money in and keep working. So, Where do you run all your work through online? I do everything through my Facebook page, through uh, White River Rambo Customs. And I do, I do little videos of what I have available there. And, and, you know, at random, somebody will drop a comment. Can I get one of these or whatever? And, or send me a message. And, and I always take care of them. Well, I really look forward to seeing the the videos you put out, and I, I my dream, like I said, I've wanted, to, I want to build a pontoon boat or like a John boat. So, I I will have to hit you up with with words of wisdom when going into that endeavor. We will do it, man. One of the most popular things right now is to is to take a a jet ski and put that in a John boat and make yourself a jet John. So you need to get on that wagon. That is a lot of fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I haven't heard of that yet. Oh, I gotta yeah. check that out. Well, there you go. I just filled your afternoon of YouTube searches and you can have fun with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> said John Jets? Yeah, Jet John skis. Whatever. Yeah, it'll come up. You'll find it. But yep. All right. I gotta check that out, man. Oh yeah. I really appreciate you taking some time to sit down and chat and kind of introduce yourself to the listeners out there, but I can't wait to see the content you're putting out. Is there anything else you want to say before we sign off today? I always sign off all my videos by don't forget to wear your personal flotation devices and be safe before you're out there chasing God's critters. And I'll see you on the next one. Bo, it's been awesome meeting you. I appreciate the time on the podcast and man, I look forward to making some of this awesome content and getting out to some of those new welders out there. So thanks, man. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Weld.com podcast. I'm Bo Wigington. Make sure you head on over to Weld.com and check out that new Weld app to be connected to welders all across the world and also get educational content that will help make your welds better every single time. Until next time, we'll see you out there.